0: Penn State just found that next linebacker to come in and don that number 11.
1: You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Yes, that is right. You are locked on Nittany Lions. Thanks so much for making us your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Seiko. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Host your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. Terms and conditions apply and from happyvalleyinsider.com, Penn State rivals, special guest returns, Dylan Callaghan Crowley. We just did that instant recap, but we essentially have to do another one here as Penn State, yep. they get the win, and that's why we say the whiteout game is so important for recruiting because, boom, they get them. Four-star 2025 linebacker. I know it's a year out, but it's still a very, very good get uh, good get for the for the program. Out of the state of New Jersey, that is D.J. McClary. I, a very a high profile linebacker right now. Honestly, another player that I anticipate will rise up the recruiting rankings. But Penn State, they they lose one New Jersey player, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they and they gain another on the defensive side uh, in in DJ McClary. So not really necessarily going to talk about the past so much. I understand decisions were made, but looking towards the, with the present and looking towards the future. DJ McClary was in attendance at the whiteout game. So I guess that was the final, that was the final decision maker, right? It was this, if it, if it checked the box, it was all in for DJ McClary here. So Penn state gets its third commit in the class of 2025. Now, given uh, the way, again, the way that the commits have, have gone here, but this is a, another high profile player. And honestly goes along with the theme of linebacker. You here.
1: Yeah, I apologize if uh, my voice is a little out of whack today. The, the weather and the lack of sleep, not a great combination. But yeah, a huge uh, pickup here for Penn State on Sunday afternoon. And yep. DJ McClary, somebody over at uh, Hap Valley, and sorry that we've been touting Penn State to be in the lead for. And this, this commitment potentially coming since uh, January, February, uh, right around when Jalen Matthews originally committed to Penn State. Of course, he did decommit from Penn State last week. Uh, bud mcclary's been a guy that we've been really focusing on in that 2025 recruiting class as the potential next piece for the ninny lions and mm-hmm. uh, we got some murmurs that it could be something some that happened this weekend uh depend on every, how everything went and as the weekend came closer it definitely was trending that direction we put in some future casts for him i believe on Friday afternoon it was, uh, and yeah, then he made it official on Sunday. But a big pickup for Penn State, no doubt. Uh, Top one twenty five prospect in the nation on Rivals, number two player in New Jersey, sixth best inside linebacker in the state. Sorry, in the country. I mean, this is a huge pickup, uh, and and they beat out quite a strong amount of programs to land him. I mean, some of his other offers: Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon. South Carolina, Tennessee, USC, Virginia Tech. Uh, very, very big recruiting one for them here early in the 2025 cycle. Well, and that's just it. You put it into perspective. He's a
0: top 10 linebacker in yep. the entire nation. So it's not like Penn State, well, they found a three-star that's going to turn and maybe develop into a four-star. No, this is already a player that is really recognized across the nation. And he's one of the first, he's actually the first top 10 linebacker to make a decision like this. I honestly, he's one of the first top 20 uh, to yep. make it. So this is going to set a nice precedent moving forward for James Franklin, Penn state and the recruiting for 2025, because now you get at this point in time, he's the best player in your class of 2025, at least the way that he's rated rivals has him as a 5.9. He's a, he's a easy four star 124th in the nation, second in the state of New Jersey. So he's the second best player as of right now. Jalen Matthews, I imagine would would take the would take yeah, the he, reins he's there. He's
1: the he's the top guy in New Jersey. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then six at the position. So you're getting a top ten, probably someone that moves into the top five. I, I think he could be a top five linebacker when all's said and done. The rec- the recruiting rankings are fluid; they're going to be updated. He's going to play more high school football, log more tape. But I think that it is very important that I understand guys like Ernest Willer and Jalen Harvey. Those were the guys because of the immediate, right? The immediacy. Okay. You want them to commit because the door is going to be closing very soon. You got to sign on the dotted line in December of this year. I I know there's the next Mm -hmm. recruiting, the the next signing period, but the early signing period is the most important one. But to land a 2025 kid after a whiteout game, in 2023, kind of speaks volumes here for Penn State recruiting.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's huge. I mean, we we've seen Penn State really have a, a strong amount of momentum the last few months. 2024, 2025, even 2026 yeah. sixth class from aside, Mikkens of course come in last month, um, yeah. and, and this 2025 class, um, you know, there's been a lot of guys over at Happy Valley. I'm sorry that we've been talking about of guys to watch closely, yeah. guys that are quote-unquote, commit watch. Uh, McClary is definitely one of those guys with a handful of others that we were watching this weekend and that I think Penn State could possibly add to this class. And I think we're we're about to see Penn State really garner some momentum in the 2025 recruiting cycle. But McClary, I mean, he's one of their top overall targets in this entire cycle. Uh, An absolutely dominant uh, athlete for Snyder Snyder High in Jersey City. Yep. Um, you know he doesn't play elite talent, but he's dominant against the talent he does play, which is what you love to see when you're not when you're not facing elite talent. Not every kid out there is going to face future, you know, FBS players across the board. There are you know some guys who do so, but Clary isn't one of them. But he dominates on both sides of the ball. I mean, defensively, 280 career tackles so far in his high school career. Uh, 45 career tackles or loss, four sacks, and then offense. He has thir- over 3,000 career rushing yards and 20, I think, 36 total career touchdowns. Uh, he, he's he's the best athlete any day any day he's on the field in high school, and um, yep. he's doing exactly what you want to see out of a premier athlete. So ultimately, he could be a top 100 player
0: overall when all is said and done with, the, with these recruiting rankings. Again, he's only a junior. He's going to play more high school football. He's going to be, uh, at a very minimum, at number two, right? Maybe some things change. J- Jalen Matthews is very impressive. I'm not going to trash talk him just because he decommitted from Penn State. Very impressive prospect. But uh, DJ McClary is, is in his own right. And yeah. uh, the whiteout, the impact on recruiting, there's more to discuss. And I'm glad that you mentioned it. There are some other players on commitment watch but mcclary uh does a lot uh, very well like you said dominating the talent at his level listed at six with two, hundred five currently that projects very nicely because if he continues to grow he could honestly move into that abdul carter frame which is that six four 230 240 and the way i like to think about it is he ultimately could become that next number 11 could he not
1: yeah, I think there's definitely a possibility. He has the he has the athleticism and speed to be a, a sideline to sideline type linebacker. I think the big question at this point going forward is how is his coverage yep. skills going to you know handle at the next level? Uh, if he turns out to be you know an okay guy in coverage, he probably sticks in the middle, which is perfectly fine. But uh, if those coverage skills you know can keep up with the colleg- collegiate tight ends. And when he's tasked to cover maybe a wide receiver or running back, then he could absolutely play the outside. And uh, it's not something I'm going to rule out because that athleticism, athleticism and speed is just uh, yep. pretty elite. Yeah, very elite. And Abdul Carter, for what
0: it's worth, was a, a four star and not—I don't want to say a fringe four star—but he was closer to the three star rating as opposed yeah. to a five star rating. And look at the way that he developed.
1: Yeah, Ab- Abdul Carter certainly. You know, he was a guy that a lot of people pointed at as a guy who was college ready. But based off what he was doing in high school, and I, I don't, I think it's fair to say nobody expected him to be this good. Yeah. We expected him to be a good linebacker, but I'm not sure anybody could really say they they expected Abdul Carter to be one of the top at least twenty, you know, defensive players in the country and he probably is uh, higher than that as well. I mean, I, I don't think anybody expected that, but uh, th- that's why we do what we do. We, we try to find those next stars. Sometimes we miss, sometimes we hit. Uh, but I, I think McLary has a chance to be a star for Penn State at the next level.
0: McClary at the very minimum, minimum projects as a disruptor, and I think yep. he's almost positionless. He could play. I, I'd like him to play that off-ball linebacker spot, could play the Mike. could play the Sam. But ultimately, uh, just the way it is right now with the athleticism that he has, that disrupting capability. And that's what Abdul Carter is. He's a disruptor. DJ McCleary at least fits that bill right in this given moment. Now, he's got some other play. There are some other high school players that were also attending the whiteout that could be joining him, not only in the class of 2025, but maybe uh, in the 2024 group as well. And we're talking recruiting, so it's fitting that we have LinkedIn Jobs as one of our sponsors of today's episode. And these new days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs can help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It is easier to create a job, a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to let people know that you are, in fact, hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and the right experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and then hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash on college. That is LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And locked on, Nitney Lyons is proud to be your go to podcast for Happy Valley Insider. Check them out, happyvalleyinsider.com, Penn State rivals, and coming over from happyvalleyinsider.com to talk recruiting today, Dylan Callick and Crowley. So, like I said, go. Check out the website for all the latest on DJ McLaren. What is to, it looks like it's going to be coming sooner rather than later. Tykey Hayes has been projected to Penn state. He's a class of 2025 running back four star out of Aliquippa Pittsburgh area. Got to see him play. And now this wasn't exactly a good game for Aliquippa in the championship, but Tyke Hayes is definitely special when you get the chance to watch him in person, play at that running back position. So Penn state I just I think it's very important that Penn State continues to yes it's dominate the state and Penn State right now is the best way and it's going to be for the foreseeable future always has been the best football program in the state of Pennsylvania but Pat Narduzzi and I'm going to take a shot at Pat Narduzzi here honestly seems to bri- provide little to no resistance when it comes to players from the Pittsburgh area Penn State has gotten Quentin Martin. They're now projected to get Tyke Hayes. Brady O'Hara is another name that we're definitely going to mention in this segment, but there's a long list of Pittsburgh athletes. How about Dante Cephas, who is out of the Pittsburgh area, goes to Kent State, and then Penn State's still able to recruit him away from his hometown. So I I I like it. You get to you get to beat up on little brother here but Penn state continues to go and get Pittsburgh natives to come to central PA because yes, the best in PA stay in PA, but the best are also leaving Pittsburgh, their hometown to do just that. So Tyke Hayes at the, for the moment is at least projected to be another one of them and would add and become the fourth prospect in this class of
1: 2025. Yeah. Hayes uh, said to announce his decision on Monday. Uh, I forget the wow. exact time off the top yep. of my head. Uh, but expected to announce a decision on Monday. Right now, all the future casts on rivals do point towards Penn State being the place for uh, for Hayes to commit to. Uh, you know, we, we've been surprised in the past, but I would be pretty surprised if this isn't Penn State. Um, it's just one of those simple things. It, you know, doing the math, uh, a kid announces he's going to be committing on a certain date, he has a visit to a college just days before that potential big game
0: commitment. That. big whiteout game too. Exactly. You
1: rarely see a kid make it a commitment unless they, you know, had their official visit schedules and then have a date after that. You rarely see a kid visit one school and they have a commitment within 48, 72 hours afterwards, not end up being at that school. So definitely right now I would say it's, we feel confident in our future cast that Hayes will be a ninny line by the time he, uh, by this time on Monday.
0: And also, for what it's worth, right? Penn State's still following that two running back formula. Every yeah. single class from here on out, Penn State has made it a priority that they're not going to get one running back. They're going to get two that can complement each other. Nicholas Singleton, Katron Allen. Cam Wallace, London Montgomery, Quentin Martin, Corey Smith, and here we are, 2025 once again. So Messiah Mickens is probably under you know, under the understanding that he's going to get a teammate as well, a high impact yep. running back player. Even though he might say, "Hey, I'm the I'm the better of the two, but he's probably going to like that he's going to have a teammate that they can both have the complementary skills to benefit from one another the way that Singleton. And Allen have both done so, and the way that the future projects, I really like the dynamic duo of Quentin Martin and Corey Smith in the class of 2024 because Martin's that bruiser, and Smith clocked one of the fastest times, the fastest time running at 22 plus miles an hour in a high school football game, so he's got afterburners uh, for the speed. And then now in 2025, the way it projects, I would say that Hayes is more of the is the more of the power back, the K-Tron Allen, if you will. And then Keandre Barker, who's always already committed, out of the state of Texas, may I add. And he's kind of that more speed, agile, Nicholas Singleton type.
1: Yeah, uh Hayes, you know, is very much more of that all-around punishing t- type runner who right. is not afraid to show his physicality in the run-in game. He can do a little bit of everything. He's been great for Al Quipa since he's a freshman. This would be a huge pickup for this Penn State program, and I, it's also a testament to what Jaywan cider Sider has done uh, mm-hmm. with the room once they get to campus, but just in his recruitment, I mean, you mentioned all of them. Singleton and Allen, two four-star prospects right there. Mm-hmm. Montgomery and Wallace were both three-star, but both very, very good three-stars. Uh, Quinn and Martin and Corey Smith, four-star prospects. Bar- Barker and Hayes, four-star mm-hmm. prospects. Messiah Minkins is a potential five-star prospect uh, in the future, a top 50 player in the country. Quinn and Martin, of course, is a top 100 player in the country. This is not going to slow down anytime soon. And I think Penn State also is at a point that one day when Sider does potentially move on to another program to be a head coach or an offensive coordinator, whatever it may be, if he ever does do that, Penn State has done such a good job in recruiting, developing that position, putting guys into the league shown that they can develop top high end running backs that as long as James Franklin is there, I think Penn State's always going to have elite running backs. Um, But it's definitely a testament to what Jay Wan Sider has been able to do the last few years. Uh, And if they could add Hayes to that mix on Monday, uh, it would be an absolute uh, fantastic pickup for the Ninny Lions and, uh, give them once again one of the best running back duos in the t- in a recruiting class over the last few years.
0: Dylan, with your ear to the ground, so DJ McClary, they were rumbling. Tyke Hayes, it almost it sets up perfectly. Brady O'Hara, we've mentioned him, a tight yep. end, but honestly projects as a as a tackle for Penn State, going to yep. play on the offensive line is the next one to commit. I'm looking a little bit further out. Is it going to be Brady O'Hara? Is it going to be Hopefully a Jalen Harvey or an Ernest Willer nothing against Brady O'Hara or a Michael sure. Carroll. I thought Michael Carroll could have been somebody because he's had a future cast, a projection to Penn yep. State for a little bit of time now. he's a kid from 2025, but with the present, okay, the 2024 class is getting ready to wrap up very soon. Jalen Harvey, Ernest Willer did any of those guys? A pie is another defensive lineman that they're looking at. Did Deion Barnes, James Franklin, and the rest of them make any impression on pass- possibly adding somebody to 2024?
1: Yeah, the initial things I'm hearing are positive. Uh, I haven't gotten too much hard information back yet, but I think Penn okay. State this weekend, you know, getting Harvey back on campus was huge just because USC – for the light out too, yeah. Yeah, USC has been gaining a lot of momentum in this recruitment. So I think getting Harvey back on campus, getting back into his ear again, you know, that one-on-one in-person interaction with him again. Uh, definitely probably paid off to a degree for Penn State this weekend. Yep. I don't see a decision coming anytime soon. I think he's going to take this till the early signing period. Okay. Um, but, I mean, is he going to be able to get back to USC before signing day? Who who knows? But I, I think it's very much possible he gets back to Penn State before signing day, if not more uh, two or more times uh, just because of the distance. So I I think uh, the early returns I'm hearing are positive, but uh, nothing concrete yet that I'd feel confident saying that, you know, Penn state's definitely back in the lead. But I think if USC was, you know, in the lead coming into the weekend, I think this is much now much more now a pretty even race as, you know, we head down the stretch of the 2024 recruiting cycle. When it comes to Willer, Um, didn't hear anything back just yet, but uh, as I've been saying over Happy Valley Insider, this is one of those recruitments that if Penn State pushes, we feel good about their chances, but this is also a recruitment that there's uh, quite a few question marks about going forward. Still a lot to play out. We'll see what happens. He still has to take all his official visits. Uh, so there's, there's quite a long, quite a while left in his recruitment as well. So still
0: more to come now that the 2025 class took a hit, right? It was the best prospect in Jalen Matthews, and he ultimately decommits. But you bolster it by getting McClary back. With that being said, we have the outlook for the 2024 and 2025 classes on the way in just a moment. But let's hear from another one of our sponsors on today's episode, and that is Athletic Brewing. And now's the time for the game changer. Athletic Brewing is changing the game when it comes to non-alcoholic beers. Penn State's got game changers all over the football field. And I got to nominate Chop Robinson for all the pressures. He finally got home, got multiple sacks against Cade McNamara in the 31-0 shutout victory over the Iowa Hawkeyes. So Penn State's defensive end, Chop Robinson is your game changer of the week. Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste really good. They make non-alcoholic beers full of flavor, well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer, but non-alcoholic. They brew over 50 styles of craft, non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code On. At checkout for 15% off Athletic Brewing Company, excuse me, athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. And Locked On is amping up college football coverage like you've never seen before with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time across all the Locked On College YouTube channels. That means you can find it on Locked On Nittany Lions. I've done a segment as well since Penn State is a playoff contender, but check it out every Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time, live, locked on college football kickoff live, and then wherever you get your podcast when all said and done with the live show. Dylan, let's wrap it up here. 2024, Perfect. 2025. I've talked about it briefly with lockdowns recruiting expert, Brian Smith of how the 2024 rankings could shape up. They need to get Jalen Harvey. They need to get Ernest Wheeler. I do see them landing someone like a Lugar to dope pie. To the class, I really think that would be a, a nice a, a nice commitment towards the tail end of this, like a ono was. Okay, and he yeah. was after the early signing period, but look at what he did to bolster the class of twenty twenty three. And there's already been good reviews coming back about him as a true off- freshman offensive lineman. So, with that being said, I. Say What can you say about 2024? Is it just getting the two defensive ends or at least two more defensive linemen, and then that's it? This class is pretty set in stone. The rankings might not tell the whole story because Penn State checked all of the boxes they needed. They got a quarterback. They got two running backs. They got multiple wide receivers. They got defensive tackles and defensive ends. I like the class, but the team rankings don't exactly reflect maybe what everyone should know about this 2024 class.
1: No, yeah, I mean, obviously the defense; those two defensive ends are kind of the um, headliners right now of the uncommitted guys. But yep. there's quite a few committed guys elsewhere that Penn State is still targeting. Uh, the wide receiver position is one that we are still watching very closely. I mean, Nick Marsh. <laughs> Nick Marsh Nick Marsh is okay. a very, you know, intriguing prospect out there especially now with what is happening at uh, Michigan State. Michigan
0: State's imploding. Oh my goodness, are they imploding? What they I will
1: cry. What I will say about Marsh is his recruitment I think comes down to a lot about if Michigan State's wide receiver coach uh I'm blanking on his first name. I think it's Avery, but uh, okay. their wide receiver coach is a huge huge part of that recruitment. If if he yeah, sticks around with, if he sticks around with his next staff that comes into East Lansing, I think Marsh likely sticks with the Spartans, but if there's change at that position, I think his recruitment could potentially open back up. Um there's uh Rivals four-star top 100 player Cam Coleman who's committed to Texas A&M who wow. has been a guy who's shown interest in potentially you know visiting Penn State down the road uh, that we is have, a huge one we have confirmed that um, with our sources he's on rivals a top uh, 25 prospect in the country regardless of position do I think they are able to pull that off probably not but they have an, o- they have an opportunity um, but uh, beyond that I mean jalen hornsby another texas a&m commitment a guy we've talked about quite a bit in the past wide receiver out of new jersey somebody Mm -hmm. to mention somebody to watch rico scott out of bishop mcdavid of course is another name there's a couple other guys potential flip candidates to watch going forward at wide receiver and a few other positions um but yes there's the two defensive end but There's quite a few other guys out there that Penn State's still going to flip, and I I should mention offensive lineman Andrew Dennis, another Michigan State commitment as a prospect that Penn State is, you know, keeping in touch with and potentially trying to get on campus here uh, sometime in the uh, next few home games. And quickly – the class of
0: 2025 there's really there's only so much we can do to project because it's still in the infancy stage okay (laughs) there is so much there's only so much you could say hypothetically right this is going to be up on sunday september 24th here, right after the whiteout game tyke hayes projects on monday september 25th and you still have only four prospects i like the four prospects that they have hypothetically with hayes in the mix because you have barker you have Hayes. You have Amari Gaines, who's uh, a very good cornerback. And then DJ McClary now as your headliner of this group. You still – there. there's a lot of prospects that Penn State could go – there are a lot of prospects that Penn State could go after. Bryce Underwood was in attendance of the whiteout game. Sure. I never saw him being a Penn State Nittany line, but never say never, right? I, yep. I don't I don't like to speak about it they're, that way, but he's stiff
1: competition. They're in the uh, – in, the in the mix. Man. They're in the mix, yeah. exactly. They, they, they have – a fighter's chance at him, and and if you're Penn State, that's all you can hope for. Uh, like I said on the Happy Valley Insider, you know I don't see him ending up a pen an any Lion like you, but who knows? Potentially, you know he's now been on campus I believe twice this year. Potentially that this type of visit could turn into a official visit. Even at that point, I wouldn't expect him to be an ninny line, but if you can get him in on an official visit, especially now with recruits being able to take as many official visits as they want right anything's possible once you get them on campus for that official visit penn state does official visits almost as good as anybody and penn state at least for the moment
0: right in this very in this very exact moment on sunday they have three commits and they're ranked ninth according to rivals as an overall team for 2025 with hayes in the fold i gotta imagine they move up probably outside of the top five but maybe they're fifth in this case so hayes being an impact player will be able to get them closer to the top 5 but it's still very early we see Penn State jump right out of the gate being a top 3 even sometimes a number 1 class early with these recruiting rankings for the next cycle and then they do drop down a little bit so but just it, it's better to be out in front and then fall behind than trying to play catch up way at the end and Penn State I think does a really good job with with recruiting that way but Dylan yep. I want to thank you so much for your time on this episode uh, getting the recruiting perspective in season, right? Uh, you would think it would cool off, and or at least it would be focused for 2024. But instead, we've talked about Messiah Mickens. We've talked about yeah. 2025 prospects with Jalen Matthews, DJ McClary, Tyke Hayes. I, I think it's. I just think it's funny how that is, given that hey, we're almost two months away from the early signing yeah, period. Yeah,
1: and if I may, I'll even add a little bit of a uh, a little nice. Tidbit um, for your listeners here, other guys in 2025 class to keep a close eye on over the next few months. Uh, the Haverford School offensive lineman Joshua Williams. Uh, I think this is Penn State's recruitment to lose at this point. Uh, Culpepper Virginia linebacker Brett Clatterbaugh, uh, somebody to keep an eye on. Do I think Penn State leads? I, I think they are in a, a very good spot. I'm not sure I'm ready, ready to say they lead but he is somebody that we're definitely going to be keeping a close eye on. And then uh, Gonzaga Washington, Gonzaga safety out of Washington DC, same school as Olu Fashanu uh, Kanoa Winston, who is the cousin of Kern current Nini line, KJ Winston. He's been to Penn state now twice in this month alone Has a great relationship with the coaching staff. I think Penn state has a great chance there to add him to the 2025 class in the future as well. So, just a, little, a few more tidbits for uh, our listeners, Dylan. I really appreciate
0: the insight. Definitely insider knowledge here that Dylan is spilling for everybody else. Check out Dylan's work over at happyvalleyinsider.com. Dylan on X, uh, Dylan Rival. I think it's Rivals Dylan CC. That's right. I got it yep, right. Yep, rivals yep. Dylan CC at Twitter at X. Be coming every day or subscribe to Locked On Nittany Lines on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, and more Penn State football. Recruiting content and just football content
1: in general is on the way here. Unlocked on, on Nittany Lions.